Shabbat Shalom. You're right. Ah, oh, I, I, no, I did, I did, I did think of that. Right, I did, I did think of that. So, to, to start the class, Daniel's saying that there are, there seem to be connections between our parasha and Megillat Esther. Because it says, and he gave him the ring, right, he gave him the signet. That's what Paro gives to Yosef, and the same thing that, that Achashrosh gives to both, to Haman and to, at the end, Esther and Mordechai. And, and then there's Vayarkivehu Birchob which is what Haman is forced to do to Mordechai, and that's also what Paro does for Yosef. And what else did you find? Big Deshesh. So Big Deshesh is also how Mordechai is clothed by Achashverosh uh, at the end. I have a feeling the connections are more there, they are Megillat Esther's attempt. Oh, to jog control. your memory back to our story. Mm-hmm. Almost like there is, a, there is a specific way in which people are raised to kingship. And that way that's embedded in, in our psyche is known through the Yosef story. Mm-hmm. So to bring back that memory, Megillah Tester is using similar language. Mm-hmm. I think yeah, that's what's it was happening. written by, by Mordechai. Right. Meaning the author of Megillat Esther was, was, was building off... It, is there a thematic connection? Maybe, but I think I, I, that has to, has to be proven. Yeah. It seems at first that it's first, simply... First, this happened first. Right, obviously. Yes. Yeah. This, is, this is more embedded, yeah. more divine. <laughs> more divine. Uh, okay, now... That's divine too. I wouldn't mean it. Don't play it. That's right. <laughs> okay. What, what pasuk are we up to? Yeah, at, uh, what we stopped was uh, right after she said Mem Aleph. Or maybe even Mem Dalet. Okay, let's do the Psukim. We are Pasuk 41 in the fir- whoa, 41st, 41st chapter. Yeah. 41st chapter, 41st Pasuk. Yosef, behold, I have put you over all of the land of Misraim. And Paro takes his ring off his hand and he puts it on the hand of Yosef. And he clothes him with the clothing of what's, uh, linen clothing. And he puts the golden necklace on his, on his neck, which I read for you that interesting yes. note about the, the things that were happening in Egypt. And he... And he and he rode him in the, the secondary uh, chariot that he had. And they called him Avrech. What does that mean? That's probably like some Egyptian word. I think Rashi has... Rashi has an interpretation for it. Yes, he does. But uh, I, I think the, the Peshat is that it's some kind of Egyptian word. Which means maybe get out of the way... Or show respect or something like that. I mean, like, uh, 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 That's interesting. Yeah. Rashi says it means he was a master of wisdom, but he was young in years, which is a good description of Yosef. Av rech, rach as in soft, av as in master, let's say. Okay. 
or father. Like you. Oh, no, no. Faro Yosef Ani Faro Ubil Adek. Actually, my name is Yosef also. So I'll take it. Vayomer Faro Yosef Ani Faro Ubil Adek Aloyarim Ishet Yadovet Raglove Chol Eretz Misraim. And Paro says to Yosef, I am Paro, and therefore, without you, no man will raise their hand or their foot in the whole land of Egypt. You see the, where Paro's mind is. Wow. Where that's like, a, that for him is a good thing. That nobody will be able to move their hand or their foot without your permission. Incredible. Meaning, meaning just think, that's, the, that's the mind of a, of, of a totalitarian. Yes. It's the mind of a person who loves power. Can't even move. With it's like it's, it's like, and that's a praise. Meaning, you're going to be, you, you know, it's going to be so good for you that nobody in Egypt will be able to raise their hand or their foot. Uh, if somebody says that to me, uh, uh, why, why do today. I? Yeah. We see today. Yeah, right, right. No, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, that if somebody says that to me, like you're going to have so much influence that nobody will be able to raise their foot. I'm, like, I, I'm sorry, but that that's not really so enticing. I I wouldn't care to have that much control over people. What I find fascinating is that he just interpreted his dream and literally he, he's giving him, he giving him everything. Everything. Just from one. Imagine you meet someone and you, he loves what you told him and then he gives you everything, like his bank accounts and all his information. And all right, that. right. It doesn't make sense. He has to vet him out a little. Yeah, yeah. vet is he's nothing. Well. So that seems, that seems to be Bore Olam. Right? Like what, what other explanation is there for it? Because it's not a rational That's thing to do. That's not a rational way of... It seems like God is guiding the actions of Paro to the extent that he will give in to Yosef and, uh, you know, whatever it is. Okay. And the name, uh, Paro gives the name of Yosef, now this is, became a modern Hebrew thing. Um, do you know what it means in modern Hebrew? Lefaneach means to decipher. And do you know what Safun means? Lefaneach in modern Hebrew. I, I don't know what I don't know what if it, if it where it comes from, but in modern Hebrew it means to decipher. And safun, what is safun? We have it in the seder. Safun yeah, yeah. is hidden. hidden yeah. So yeah, to decipher the hidden, hidden, that's what paroz. Now, here here's the beauty of it. Modern Hebrew, the 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 people who made the I think the people who made modern Hebrew obviously. They're, they were very well versed in Tanakh. So whenever they wanted a word for decipher, they me. found this pasuk. And is that literally the peshat of what this means? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. But it makes sense, right? Yeah, so they attributed those meanings to the words. Lefaneach mm. became to decipher it. Safun became... I mean, Safun is more, more classic. Yeah. That's not a... But Lefaneach... To, to decipher, I think it comes from here. But what does it actually mean in the in the local meaning of the text here? I don't really know. Just a name. It could just be a name. But it definitely has a meaning. You gave him a name with a meaning. Right, you right, wouldn't right. give a name just because of a name. And he gives him Asenat, the daughter of Potifera. What is that? This is, uh, this is uh, the same, uh, the daughter of the... No, so is this, is this Potiphar? I don't think the Peshat is Potiphar because anytime it would describe Potiphar, it said Sarat Habachim. And this time I'm saying Potifera Kohen On. Why wouldn't it say Potifera Sarat Habachim? Oh, okay. Kohen On seems to be something else. In fact, this because is a little bit... Says that it 
was a daughter of the wife of Pot- I mean. Of right, Potiphar. I know the Midrash says that. The Midrash says that because of the similarity between the name Potiphar and Potiphera. Ah, okay. Okay. But the description right. of Potiphar, he seems to be a pagan priest, yes. a pagan priest of the Kohen On, of the god of On. And Yosef went out on to, to the land of Egypt. Um, now this is troubling. This is, this is troubling because now what's going through our minds is that Yosef is rising in Egypt now. But what should be of concern is, will Yosef remember his family? Because when you become successful, you forget about everything. You become successful, you find a new home, you become respected in a new land. Married, and on top of that, Yosef maybe feels awkward that he's put in such a high position, but isn't Egyptian. So maybe he's concerned that if these Egyptians know that I have family, meaning, meaning Yosef may be thinking. But, then, but, but everybody knew that he was Jewish. I mean, he was not. Uh, no, Paro knew that he was that he was an Ivri. Because that's what the Sarah Tabakim, the Sarah Mashkim told him. Now, if all of the Egyptians know that Paro has put an Ivri on top of them, it's a revolution. It, it's, a, it's a big deal. So Yosef may be even a little bit concerned that his identity be disclosed. So the question now that we have now is how much does Yosef care about his previous identity? And how much is he going to work to hold on to his previous identity? And how much is he going to try to forget that previous identity? It's a big concern we have. So the first concern is that he's marrying an Egyptian woman yeah, who is the daughter of a, of a priest, oh, yes. her pagan deity. Okay? <laughs> and Yosef was 30 years old when he stood before Paro, king of Egypt. And he went out from before Paro and he passed through all of Egypt. It's another concerning thing that he's very young. He's 30. Still at, a, at an age where he can be influenced. Very okay? easily. Yeah. Very easily. And in the seven years of plenty, the land was making plenty. It was making, it was making handful over handful. And he gathered all the food of the seven years that were in Egypt and he put it into the cities. All of the food that was coming from the fields surrounding the cities was put in the cities. Right. Very smart. So you can imagine there were you can imagine there were cities, and each city had fields around it that would supply the city with its food. But they gathered all that food inside the city, making it much easier to manage. Again, cities are always very, very uh, beneficial to people who want to control and take power. Okay. And Yosef gathered bar, or bar is like a, is a provisions or grain, yes, grain, like the sand of the sea, very much, until it was impossible to count, because there was no more, there was no number that you could use to count them, which is an expression, is obviously an exaggeration. But I, I heard someone pointed out that, that it's, Another troubling sign that the blessing of Kehol Hayam that was typically used for the descendants of, of, Abraham, of Abraham is, now, is, used for is now being used for money in Egypt. Now, I, I don't know if that's a legitimate qualm or if it's a, if it's a legitimate complaint. Kurban. It's maybe Kurban to get uh, cleansed. 
No, no, no. I, 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 what they were trying to say is Yosef is deviating from the path of Abraham and from Yitzchak. And now the brachot are coming true, but on the wrong thing. That's what the, the, commentary was, the, the commentary was trying to say. I don't necessarily buy it. I'm just pointing it out to you. Wow. I don't know if, if you could make that connection. This is a bad thing. Maybe it's trying to show that... Oh, we that know the outcome of, that it wasn't. No, it's but maybe it's showing, it's showing that with all of this wealth that was coming into his hand, after we see that he still keeps... Maybe, maybe it's a good thing. Maybe yes. it's, it's the descriptions where we still have recollection of the Birachot of Abraham and Isaac and Yaakov, even... I don't know, we'll see. Okay. And before the hunger came, Yosef had two sons. That Asenat, daughter of Potiphera, gave birth for him. What is the um, the the pasuk uh, um, trying to tell us? I said lifne. Um, I just I just what noticed that, that for the first what is, time what is right it, now. I noticed it yesterday. But what, it doesn't make sense. Like what what is he trying to tell us? Like you know. First of all, it's odd because I thought when Yosef told Paro his dream, he told him The fact that it's twice is that it's going to happen very quick. Mm-hmm. It's going to happen very soon. And then Paro gets very excited and he makes Yosef king or right second away. in command right away and as part of the process of making him second in command he gave him a wife he gave him a wife yeah he practically now if him. oh oh so no no so it's, it's very simple okay so during those seven years of plenty he had these two sons yes because it shows when he was doing things with his brothers when he encountered his son Menashe. oh i know what it's saying it's trying to tell you this is before his brothers met him no, because they came down because of the Rav. Because they came down because of the Rav. Uh-huh. Meaning, uh, sorry for the recording, it's, it's probably hard to understand what's going on right now. Um, the, the Pasuk describes that Yosef had his sons before the years of hunger came. Mm-hmm. And then the question asks, why is that significant? So we're saying it's significant because I think the Pasuk is trying to set up, it's, it's trying to move Yosef further and further away from the family before the brothers come. So once the brothers come, we are going to have a question of will Yosef even care to reunite or not? Because he's going to be so embedded within Egyptian society. His family is already yes, built. Has children, wife, everything. Already has children. And now let's look at the names that he gives his sons. And Yosef calls the name of the elder, Because God has allowed me to forget all of my troubles and the house of my father. It's troublesome. Very, yeah, very troublesome. Scary. Very. And the second one, he called Ephraim. Because God has made me plenty in the land of my difficulty, suffering. Both, so, shows, both shows like a cutting off from this. Kind of, yeah. yeah. As if maybe even the second one could say, I've already gotten my beracha of, 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 of I'm happy where I am. Plenty. I'm happy where I am. The first one is very scary, though. Could it be that the first one... I don't see it as a bad... Could it be that the first one, because he represents Yosef cutting himself off from the family, could it be that that's why he gets demoted by Yaakov later on? And Ephraim becomes the main son? 
I don't know. I'm very just, possible. It's just ah, a very thought. Good that's point. I don't know. I'm just. Uh, it's just, it's just the first son after yes. wasn't the, yes. Yes. the first son represents his disconnect from that from the father from the father's house so what's interesting though is you have two you have two things you have two things you have the brothers they try to get rid of Yosef and then what is the result of them trying to get rid of Yosef Yaakov is crying in their ear all the time so what ends up happening they try to get rid of Yosef but instead they're constantly yeah, hearing about yeah, it. They have to live with it. For all they have to life. live with this, the annoying cries of the father at all times. Okay. And then you have Yosef who's trying to forget his family, but he names his son that I've forgotten my father's house. Meaning he's also, it's almost like he wants to let go so much that he can't let go. Because you name your son that I've forgotten my father's house, but anytime you call your son by his name, you remember. you remember your father's house. So it seems like both the brothers and Yosef, both are trying to forget the other one and are both put in positions where they can't forget or both in the back of their minds don't really want to forget. There's something, there's like a little bit of a longing on part of Yosef to see his brothers again. You know, so you may think that he wants to forget, but it seems like he actually wants to reunite. He just doesn't want to admit it. Otherwise, he wouldn't put something to remind himself at all times about his father's house. Okay? Now, let's go until they start the, the Kaddish. The, lands, the, 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 hunger, the, the years of plenty ended that were in Mitzrayim. And the, the years of hunger came, as Yosef had said. And there was hunger in all the lands, but in Mitzrayim there was bread. And the land of, of, of Mitzrayim becomes hungry, and they all cry to Paro for bread. And Paro says to all Mitzrayim, go to Yosef, whatever he tells you to do, you should do. I love how any time there's a leader who's working with Yosef, he completely, completely steps away and lets Yosef handle everything. Go to Yosef, whatever he says, do. Even this. Yeah, yeah, it says that the heat commanded, commanded them to do a brit. What? What? Where? Brit milah. No, why, why does Rashi say that? I don't know. Here it says that. Could you read it? It's a very big thing. Go to Yosef. He'll tell you. Go to Yosef. Whatever he tells you to do, do. It's it's one last example of Yosef earning the complete trust of a a master. And ha handling everything on behalf of the master. Yeah, now here it's here. Yeah. Yeah. This is here. When here, all let's the, see. The, the, when all the land of Egypt hungered during the second year of the famine, all the sword grain rotted except for Yosef's. Okay, Rashi. Yashan Kumar records that when that happened, people of Egypt came to Yosef demanding food, but he said he would give them nothing unless they circumcised themselves first. Upon hearing this, they protested to Paro, but the king gave them no relief. And he says the reason. The reason is because he knew that there is going to be... No, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what's the reason. So Giacomo is bringing the, the Rashi that says that Yosef commanded all the Egyptians to circumcise themselves. Otherwise, he would not give them food. Now, what does because that mean? He, he says here that he knew that his brothers were coming. And because there was so much uh, sexual uh, deprivation, oh, he wanted oh. to try to... So Yosef is trying to clean up Egypt... 
He's trying to clean up Egypt before the brothers come down yeah. because Egypt is full of, of sexual depravity. It's an interesting midrash. I have to think about it more. <laughs> I also look at it. I also see it that it's building up a very strong connection between Paro and Yosef. He trusted him so much, and all of a sudden, later on, we see Yosef. Right, but you know, I mean, Paro didn't know Yosef from 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 trusting him to like controlling everything. Everything is Yosef. All of a sudden, I mean, it's a new king. In Sefer Shemot, it's a new king. Once once he dies. They stopped doing the circumcision. But it's building up how powerful right, he was, and all of a sudden, now he's not. I mean, For sure. I mean, that's clear. Okay, uh, the... the Yosef opened up the storehouses, and he sold it to wow. the Egyptians. And the, the hunger became strong in Egypt. And the whole land came to, to, to Mitzrayim to buy from Yosef. Because the hunger was very strong in the land. Wow. It's, it's funny so Sunday, we're going to have to Yosef. analyze the whole story of Yosef and the brothers <laughs> in one day. See what I did to myself? Get ready. It's okay. funny. It says, Lishbor at Yosef. It's, they came to buy from Yosef. It doesn't say buy from Mitzrayim, buy from Paro. Buy from, buy from Yosef. The he was the, he, everything was, he was recording every sale himself. He was checking wow. every. It says that. It yeah. says that it's everything. Wow. And not only from the Egyptians, from anywhere that they were coming from, anywhere in the in the world. If you wanna, if you wanna think about something interesting, if if we said before that Yosef maybe has, he he's too arrogant. So imagine you have a tendency towards arrogance, and the life and death of every human being is now put in your hand. Yosef, Yosef is playing God for seven years. And he was actually very, it says that he was very kind, he was very understanding, he was trying to help everybody. I don't, I don't know the commentaries that you read, so I'm, I'm, not, a, I'm not aware of all. I can imagine he was kind. But it's, very, it's, an, it's an interesting, it's quite a test very, very to have exactly. that much power. Yeah, anybody in this position would forget and would get drunk. Yeah, we get drunk on power. You see today, with the, people, people have a little bit of opportunity to, to have more power because of coronavirus. And, 90% of them abuse it and they and do things that are ridiculous and they ruin people's lives. For a child who was very conscious about his beauty and was very careful and was trying to thank you, sorry. Right. So, so what were the interesting things we learned today? Well, we, we discussed, the main theme today is Yosef has a lot of power and we're scared that Yosef is going to forget about his family. Now, the, what we should be thinking of whenever we get to, what we should be thinking of when we get to the brothers coming is does Yosef even want to be reunited or is he happy with his new identity in Egypt? Because also besides for his concern of being reunited for whatever reason, it also may hurt his position in Egypt if he's found out to be the brother of these people. Yes. So what is going through Yosef's mind? Very hard to figure out what's going through Yosef's mind. And what's all these charades? What are all these things that he's doing? Testing and everything. What are all, what's all the tests? So I, I, I've been doing a lot of reading this week to try to figure it out. Um, there's one interpretation that I like, but we'll see. Baruch Adonai Lulam, Amen. Lester, 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 Lester